Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And today we're going to talk about what kind of serger thread we use. So after much research and <laughs> unwinding of threads and stops and starts, this is such a we get so passionate about thread that it's hard to stop ourselves That's from right. going off on so it. So if you want to know what ply the ply your thread is, you twist it counterclockwise and the threads will come apart. Okay, well before we talk about that, okay. Just so you know. <laughs> serger thread. So whenever we have somebody buy a serger at the shop, we have to educate them about serger thread. And it's a long process because we use a lot of different types of threads in our sergers. Right. Because our sergers can use lots of different weights of thread. They're miraculous. We're adventurous with our serger threads. Right. So um, this is going to be a, a podcast that cuts a big, you know, swath in our thread say, library. Our thread, yeah, right. yeah. We we use a lot of things that a lot of people don't normally put in sergers. So right. or don't think about putting in yeah. sergers, right? But I think what a lot of people think of when they think of serger thread, they think of thread on a cone, right? And then sometimes people come in and they see other types of threads on cones and they automatically think that it's, it's a serger thread. thread. Or you said long arm quilting thread. Right. You know. Um, Which uses a big volume a big of cone. thread. Mm-hmm. And that's why you find serger thread on a cone because it, use, it does use a, a larger volume. So a, most of the serger threads you buy are on those cones. So you would not Correctly. be you know, wrong in, in thinking that. But not necessarily all threads on cones are, you know, for your serger in particular, okay? That's correct. Um, but serger thread is special because it is lighter weight um, than sewing construction thread. That's correct. And I was about to say what my mama had taught me. Right. <laughs> I, I taught this to a lot of people. Yeah. I was going to say, serger thread is always two-ply. But, we, and how did you, what made you unwind that thread? The I think that one time, we, it's when we were s- selling a particular brand, which mm-hmm. is YLI uh, Serger Thread, which we sold right before the um, Madeira. The Madeira that we're selling now. I happened to look on the bottom, and it's, it said, you know, 60, 60 slash 3. And 60 means the weight, and I know that slash means the ply. And I was like, 
what? <laughs> like, all my life, serger thread has been two-ply. And one reason it's two-ply is it's a lighter thread. And why it's a lighter thread is because we're always using three or four right. threads. And you don't want thread buildup in whatever you're doing. So when we go around in a circle like this, uh, talking about the, the ply and the weight and all right. that jazz, the reason we talk about it is because people often ask, why do I have to buy serger thread? Why can't right. I use my normal sewing thread and you can sure but it's volume you need volume because you're using so much thread in those loopers and you don't want to add bulk to whatever you're making right rarely do you want to add bulk so the serger thread's lighter and luckily for us that does translate to less expensive right thread right so the madeira aerolock that we sell is 5.99 for 2,300 yards. Right. And, and that's the thread that we recommend, that we're in love with. Yep. That is a good, strong, long fiber thread with um, minimal binding agent in it, which is glue. And why is it so important to have minimal lint, especially in a serger? Well, especially in a Anytime you sew, you're, you're making lint. But a serger, other than making that nice, precise, closed seam, you know, overlock, knitted overlock, you're making dust, lint dust with that machine because that blade is slicing, slicing, slicing 100 miles an hour and that lint is flying. And the more lint that you get inside of your machine, the more the lint is drying off your lubricating uh, agent, which is oil, basically. Lubricating agent, bonding, you know. Yeah, right, right. have all these sophisticated terms. So yeah, no, your serger gets dirty fast. Right, serger right? gets dirty fast. And you should, you honestly should be sucking that serger out. You should have a mini vacuum that attaches mm -hmm. to your large vacuum. Don't buy the mini vacuum that runs by a um, battery or something. You should have an attachment or just take your big shop vac or home vac or whatever and suck that out. Take a brush, brush and suck at the same time. That'll, so keep, that'll keep your machine clean going. out your serger, but you won't have to do it as often, and that glue won't well, degrade. Well, and you know you have to think about the thread that has all the binding agent and the fuzz on it is going through your tension, and they they don't vacuum off easily. Mm -hmm. You know, you want as little crud in your machine as possible. So high quality thread, no matter where you are. Um, Make and sure that's they... just one of our mantras anyway. Right, for everything. So we like that Madeira Overlock, uh, excuse me, Madeira Aerolock thread. Right. And they uh, and we sell the mini vacuum att attachment kits every time we have serger guide class and normal guide class. Um, but let's talk about the fun things we do with thread on the serger. Okay. Okay, and how we combine threads. So your serger has needles, right? Yes. But your serger doesn't have a bobbin. Like a sewing machine. That's correct. It has loopers. Loopers. Because you're knitting a stitch. You're not making a lock stitch like on a sewing machine. You're knitting a stitch. So the loopers are coming a, sort of across the fabric, and the needles are going down and catching the loops, and then it's going back, and then back and forth. And as the loopers go back and forth, the needle is catching them. Right. and The needle thread, I'm sorry. Well, the needle's catching them, but then the thread's left there to hold it. Yeah. Right, right. And the loopers are kind of a weird animal. If you've never, you know, used a serger before, right. you're like, what's a looper, you know? And the looper, I've heard people call them, like, 
lower needles. Oh, really? Before, like, you know, yeah. I, and, and they, I've also heard them referred to as fingers, and they're fingers? not the fingers on the yeah, surgery. So don't, thing. don't, don't get those. Yeah. They're not in, that were. It's not interchangeable. You but do have fingers somewhere else on they, your surgery. They look like little hooks that are right. carrying these threads. Mm-hmm. So they are akin to a needle because they're a thread carrier. They are a thread carrier, of but course. They, and they and they have tension on mm-hmm, the threads. Mm-hmm. They're feeding through, you know, tension disc. But what's so cool about loopers and what we like to exploit on the baby lock surgers is their ability to carry heavier threads. Right, larger threads. Larger threads. And we call these threads non needle threads and as far as i know that's kind of our term oh really (laughs) oh yeah we just start we because we started calling them decorative threads Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of decorative threads out there that will go through a needle right so when we started explaining this in guide class i had to come up with some sort of terminology to let people know this is a thread you can use in your surgery, but it won't go through the needle. This is a looper thread only. And I think maybe somebody who is this, the only reason this might sound a little like confusing to you is if you're a hand embroiderer. Right. The threads we're talking about won't go through a serger needle right. sewing machine right. needle. Right. Of course, you can get a big old hand right. needle, you know. But this and is do like, it. you can't send like embroidery floss through a sewing machine needle. Right. But that you see what right. I'm saying, right? But it will go through the looper because it's a a, a bigger eye. But you know, um, mm-hmm. we're not talking about hand needles. No, nope. talking about machine needles. Right. So these are threads that won't go through your machine needle. And uh, you want to talk about one of your favorite non-needle threads first, or I'll start, or well. I don't have a favorite. I like them all. Okay. Well, you start with that one in your hand. I will start with this one because I think this is one that people don't think of because it's not in the always in the sewing machine area. Uh-huh. It might be in the hand sewing area. Right. And it is pearl cotton. And what we have found is pearl cotton, number eight. Number eight, yeah. Is the one that fits beautifully through the serger, through the, all of its mechanisms, and through the looper, upper or lower looper. Never the needle. And, um, you know, depending on where you set the length of your stitch, you can get a very closed look and covered look, or you can get a more open look. And you can use one color on top and one color on the bottom, or you can match them, you know. But what you will get is you will, that is what you will get, one color on top and one color. So, you know, your upper looper thread will lay on the top of your project, and the lower looper thread will lay on the bottom. Now, this is not an enclosed seam. Because this is heavier and this is built up, this is decorative use. Right. Now, you may be using it to hold two layers of something together, but it's meant to show and be pretty on the outside of your project. Big baby blanket binder. Yeah. And, um, or, you know, a lazy hem on some things um, uh, sometimes. Washcloths. You know, binding the outside of a washcloth or a towel, something like that. It's it's very pretty. Um, wide. You know, you can do your three-thread wide or your three-thread narrow. Now, in your needle, you're using a needle thread. Yep. And you probably want to match either your pearl cotton color or the color of your fabric. Right. Because then, you know, you're not wanting particularly for that to show. And when you're using a thick thread like, like that pearl cotton that Mom's talking about, it's almost like your needle thread sort of disappears. Right, if you, right. It's disappearing. If it, you match that fabric or that It's just thread. anchoring mm-hmm. those looper threads. You, it really shows off that that 
big, big thread is what shows right. up. And um, this is where we can talk about how sometimes in our needle, you don't have to necessarily use that serger thread. Right. That's we true. We often, and I really encourage this, if you're trying to get a specific color on a decorative right. hem, you can use a machine embroidery thread. Right. In your needle. Or you can use your machine construction thread. But, you know, machine embroidery thread, especially on a hem, because you have that variety of colors and there's not a stress on a hem. Yeah. You know, you'll use it. And I use a lot of um, machine embroidery, the the rayons and or the the polyester, to do little rolled hems um, that I don't want to add a lot of weight to. Right. And you'll use that. In your loopers, too. Yeah, you also use, use it in the in loopers. loopers. Right. Um, a heavy thread, a non-needle thread that I really like is Candlelight by YLI. And we've carried this in the store for a while. And it's shiny, thick. Oh, how many ply? Shoot. Here, keep talking. Uh, like seven, eight uh, No, ply. it's got to be like 13 or something. All these well, the other thing it has is it's not just flat, shiny. What do, would you? It, it, it's textured. It's textured, so you have a glitter. It almost looks like glitter on a thread. Yeah, it looks like you've spun glitter yes, and then like into a thread, painted glitter on the hem. Right, except it doesn't come off. And of the, the other thing you need to know about something like again the looper threads and why we can send this through a looper. Now people use this as a couching thread mm-hmm. or a hand embroidery right. thread. The other reason this this goes through the looper so nice that metallic will just slide through that looper. And I will tell you, this is on a baby lock. I'm not talking about any other machine. This is on your baby locks. I will also say for the baby lock, we talked about this in your feel free to compliment me with the rugs. Uh-huh. How you used a thick thread in your upper yes. looper and a thinner thread on the bottom. And it works. And it and balances. It, it's And you didn't have to do any right. adjustments. And... That's amazing. That's right. Now, also, when I talk about this with people and they say, can I, can I only use pearl cotton in the upper looper? They'll ask me. I say, right. no, you can use it in both on your three-thread right. overlock or, you know. Um, but then they'll get to blending, like, the candlelight with the pearl cotton right. or another thread. And I say, you just got to test and make sure that you like the way it looks on both sides because the coverage will be different. There's two kind of people that surge, Mallory. Mm-hmm. Those that test their surging and those that wish they had test their surging. And the only – when we talk about testing, I think this is really important to clarify – because I didn't really know what this meant before I had to help people with other brands of sergers. The only testing I do on the baby lock is really for the length of the stitch. Well, I was going to say, it's yeah. more the esoteric. It's not the functional because not, it always works. I think esoteric is the wrong word. Okay. Aesthetic. Aesthetic, maybe. Yeah. Yes. The, es- right. the aesthetic it's, Is look. this the look I want? Right. Or how close do I want my stitches? Or is it too stiff if my... T- stitches are this close together I want it to feel softer it's always going to stitch it's It's always going to stitch and it's always going to be balanced right right but you might find oh you know two is a little close together for this you know we do put a six weight thread through our serger the Madeira uh, overlock inspirations they have a six weight um, thread that you can put in your loopers and that you got to do a longer length you can't be putting that down right, one right. It's well so and big. it also depends on what kind of fabric you are if you're in right. a lighter fabric you can't do a bunch of heavy thread on a light fabric and expect to get um, a result that you're happy with What's the coolest thing that I've brought home from the shop recently? Okay, I don't know the formal name. It, I call it the Floriade 
Floriani cutting kit. Well, I think they call it the embroidery toolkit, but who cares? Oh, okay. It's, but it is a snazzy case set uh, of five scissors. And my favorite thing in here is actually these mini duckbill scissors. They're great for applique. They fit in your embroidery hoop. I'm crazy about those, but I'm also liking the small embroidery snip scissors with the little pointed tip. Love them, love them, love them. Yeah, those things, like, they can get in there. Yeah, yeah, they get in the spot. I also really like the little squizzery snips in here yes. that you squeeze at, uh, in order to cut. Uh, they are curved as well, so that's fabulous. And then there's the four-inch straight blade scissors. I love them. I love them because everybody needs a little pair of scissors that and, are sharp and good. And as a nurse, I bet you're happy that there's a little pair of offset tweezers in there, the too. The offset tweezers. I love, I love, I love. And you can get in any spot in a machine or a garment or anything. And they look like a little crane to me. They do. And they're real pointy on the end. And they aren't grooved in there. Right. So that they don't get a bunch of lint in them exactly. when you're using them. If you have this kit and rotary cutter, you've got it made. Absolutely. And this makes a great gift. And it is on sale now at sewhere.com slash cutters. You'll see all the rotary blades and shears and scissor kits that we carry there. And if you use the code ZD cuts that's z-e-d-e-c-u-t-s at checkout you'll get 15 percent off all cutters that we carry at sewhere.com so long and so happy hey y'all Darius rucker here you know a lot of people ask me what inspires your music and one of the big things is a strong sense of place that's why i love my home state of south carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer from the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. So we use Serger Thread in our Sergers. And, you know, Serger Thread, like the Madeira stuff comes in 48 colors. Right. So I do use that in a... I mean, it's sort of a decorative sense. Like, right. I've I've shown off the color of my construction thread before. Well, or we've used it in our, our cover, cover stitch, stitch machines looper, where, yeah. you know, we've let that thread show. And that's what I'm thinking of. Right. Um, but you also can use the machine embroidery thread on hems. Mm -hmm. So we use that. We use these non-needle threads. But then there's a thread that sort of straddles the... Needle, non-needle. That go, will go in the needle or the dot. Oh. I was thinking of this. And you're, we're both holding. Okay, there's there's, oh, there's two different two threads. We're talking about. <laughs> well, okay, because I'm, okay, so what we're talking about, what I was talking about was woolly nylon. Right. And I thought this was a non-needle thread when I first used it. And if you don't know what woolly nylon is, I'll have a link to a little video where we explain it and just show what this and stuff it's is. It's actually... 
Yes. And I thought, oh, gosh, this stuff can't go through the needle when I when I first, mm-hmm, you know, right. encountered it. And then mom was like, oh, no, you can. And it's – describe woolly nylon for us. Well, it does look like kind of a little fuzzy yarn, a very fine fuzzy yarn. And so when you pull it tight, it appears to be smooth. And then when you let go and release it, it puffs up. It almost looks like a sponge. Right. And yeah. what's nice is you can do that to um, – on the border of some, like a baby blanket mm-hmm. or whatever, and it fills itself in because it puffs up when it relaxes. The other thing that it's really, really big on, of course, is lycra workout clothes and lycra dance clothes. And you will see these woolly or polyester. Woolly nylon is nylon, not wool. And sometimes it's polyester. They call it woolly because it looks because it looks wo- it, it does look woolly. Yeah. And, um, you will see these in ready-made clothing. It will be quite obvious to you if you if you feel it and touch it. You can see that it sort of separates. And Mallory says it's kind of spongy, funny. I tell people to look for it in lingerie, and they go, "Oh, yeah, they say, it's oh, in lingerie okay. too." You know. A lot of times, to attach like elastic to to something. It's very soft on the skin, right? And it's it is a stretchy thread. Yes, it is a stretchy. So. Thread. Even though your stitches on your machine are knitted, which makes them stretch, they are limited by the stretch of the thread you use. So the woolly nylon makes it even stretchier. So therefore, like workout clothes, when you're like pulling on the, you know, these yoga pants or compression, yeah, whatever, right, you know. you know, you're least less likely to be popping a stitch. Right, right. So that that was my sort of. I didn't know you could put woolly nylon on the needle when it right. was first introduced and, to me. And yeah. we are just now getting ready to carry a mm-hmm. thread that is, well, it's relatively new, but very new to us. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people have used it on the market like we're going to use it. Um, but it is, tell me who it's by. It's a maxi lock. It's a maxi thread. lock. And mm-hmm. I don't particularly like, maxi lock's, lock's not going to like this. I don't particularly like all of their serger thread. They do have a variegated serger thread that can be nice. Um, I prefer the one that we carry. The, Madeira. The Madeira. Um, but we are going to use this for our rash guard uh, garments and our leotards and our tights and our yoga pants and all this because it is stretchy also. So not only do you get the flexibility of a serger stitch, which allows right. your fabric right. to stretch, you're actually going to get stretchy thread. Right. And I've heard that called a super stretchy. There, yeah. there you go. Right. Now, and so non And that goes in all of your, your needles and your loopers. Both. Yeah. Right. It, can go, it can go in both right. of them. Even though when you look at it first, you might be like, well, yeah. what's that? You know, it's a very strange thing. Um, So with your serger, I, I have a customer who comes in and she shops for thread and she says, well, can I use this to do this? Like... I want to, she does a lot of experimenting. Uh-huh. She's like, I'm going to cut up this t-shirt and put it back together and da-da-da-da-da. And like, clearly there are no rules here, right? right. You know? She's like, well, can I use a pearl cotton or can I use a uh, this Madeira stuff or with a candlelight? And I'm like, well, really? I mean, it's Go up for to it. you, you yeah. know? Like, Go for you it. You can almost, as long as you found that it works for you, you can do it. Our only rules really are on stress Right. On seams that receive stress, you want to use a strong thread like the serger construction thread or that woolly nylon. Uh, The other thing is... Oh, that halo. The halo thread that is by Superior Threads. It will go in your needle. I like it best in my looper. 
Um, does it say what weight it is? It doesn't, but, you know, it certainly, I mean. It's it, a little heavier. I mean, you're right. And you need a big, huge needle. It, it, it's like sewing with any metallic thread. Right. That would go through your needle. Right. But it does come on a spool. It comes in yardage. And I also add this a lot of times with a woolly nylon. So that's what we haven't talked about yet. Right. Is putting more than one thread through one looper. looper. Correct. Yeah. So you can combine I've had I mean we do we've done all sorts of things you're right. saying this metallic one with a woolly nylon right I've used metallic embroidery thread with a woolly nylon I've put metallic embroidery thread with a pearl cotton I put metallic embroidery thread with two serger threads you stole mine now, <laughs> okay but there's another one there's a okay, I good, have good, I have good, put good. you know three threads through that looper which are a polyester embroidery machine thread, a so a serger thread, and um, a woolly nylon. Right. One of them might be a metallic thread, also. Right. So right. you can you can actually we're talking about these thick threads that right. will only go through your loopers. You can combine several threads, put them into one looper, and they've sort of they make. But you up know that, what, Mallory? You know? I don't have that many spools on my serger. Oh, oh my! Well, actually, you do. <laughs> Depends on what surgery. If you're using surgery, your eight thread surgery right. and only no, okay, yeah. What do we what do we do with when we hold up our pearl cotton? It's in a ball. It's a little ball, right? Um, and it won't fit on our cone holders on our serger. It just won't feed properly. So what do you do? I put it in a bowl, or a jar, or yep. a coffee cup, or and a right mar- sit it right behind my surgery. Margarita glass. Margarita. Yeah, margarita glass is really nice because they're up on the stem. And they're right there, and you can buy plastic ones. Yeah, and they're don't, perfect. Don't use like a wine, a champagne flute or something. No, you know. But a big margarita glass is perfect, or a martini glass. The but you know the picnic kind that are in plastic. Okay, and this is my personal prejudice or preference or whatever. The baby lock sergers come with those foam discs and the caps and stuff to accommodate a spool that is that won't fit right on your spool holder or won't fit over a cone holder. And if a spool won't fit over my cone holders, it goes in a cup. It or a just, thread lift. It, or a thread lift, but right. it doesn't go on the surgery. Right. If you're going to use a, a spool I'm thinking of, it's kind of like the shorter cylindrical. A stacked spool. A stacked spool mm-hmm. that has, you know. Um, right. If, and it won't even go down if you take the cone holder off, you know. Right. My problem with those foam discs is if the thread comes off a little too fast, it can go right under there. Go under it, right. cause thread breakage, and that just won't happen with a thread so, lift. So now you can use yeah. a bowl, a cup, a margarita glass. Um, we have thread lifts every place. If nobody knows what a thread lift is, it's one of those, you know, it looks like an industrial spool holder. Right. And it has a round base, and it has a pin, a spool pin, and then it has a little guide arm that comes up over the top. We have them every place. We only use the metal ones that are heavy, industrial-type ones. Plastic ones are useless. They will tilt. They will fall over. If you're feeding your fabric too fast, don't even bother. And they're well, not expensive. No, I think they're like $13. Right. And they last. You can't, I mean, I'm sure someone can break it. But right. you can't break it. Like, they last right. forever. Right. Forever. Right. So just and get one. And we, always, we have those sitting around behind our sewing machines and behind our sergers. Right. They're in fact, that's probably one of the absolutes is if I was saying if you're setting up a studio and you want to be happy in it. And we have, right now I can see three. Yeah, I see three too. 
three as well. Four. Four. There's one behind oh. you. So, so there's four, and we only have one, oh. two, three, four. We have five. So, well, we do have six minutes. Anyway, moving <laughs> on from that. Uh, but, yeah, if you're going to use a spool that doesn't fit on the serger, right. on the, on those cone holders, don't worry. Don't be like, oh, no, I can't use right. it, or I'm using a ball. or You know, they even they sell those, like, floss packs. And you can just... Right, you can use the floss pack you know, if it works. Yeah, yeah uh, string it out of there. Uh, the other thing I wanted to delve into a little more was... Uh, using different weight threads on the top and bottom loopers, on uh-huh. the upper and lower loopers. And I know we just said we could do it, but you can do it for lots of different reasons. Right. Like on your rugs, right? you used normal serger thread. Regular, just regular serger, because it was on laying the, on the floor. On the bottom, on the lower looper. And I used the heavy decorative on top. And that did two things for you, right? You wanted a lower profile on the floor. That's right. But also, you would have wasted some more expensive thread. Absolutely. That Absolutely. wouldn't have been seen. It would be silly to use expensive thread on the floor. Right. And I, I hemmed a jean skirt like a long time ago uh, with some pearl cotton. And so I put the pearl cotton in the upper looper and just normal serger thread um, in the lower because that pretty thread was going to show to, you know, the people who were not me. And then I would have just been wasting a slightly more expensive thread on that inner part of my hem. So that would have been useless the other thing the woolly nylon if you use this on like a bottom looper and use a decorative thread on the top and it's going to be against the body right it can make it more comfortable that's right yeah so again i think experimentation and that that trying it out and i do want to say when you test this thread i'm talking about testing the same thread you're using and the same fabric and the same you know, layers of fabric you're going to use. Because it's going to look different. It'll look different on everything. And, like, the only thing I ever really change is the length of my stitch. Just about. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I've got, you know, I tell people really not to mess with the width of the stitch a lot. I tell them to follow the directions. Well, well, your width is determined by your needle. Right, but I I tell them to follow the quick reference threading guide. Oh, you mean for For the the width. The width. The width is actually... The, the knife, where the knife is cutting. Yeah, but it's called right. the width it on is the called quick the reference width. guide. You it know. is called the width, but I it's t- where the knife's cutting. I right. tell people really to follow the directions right. on that, but sometimes in the quick reference guide, like for the three-thread overlock, it'll right. say 2.5 to 3.5, right. but we go right when we use decorative thread. It's Exactly, and it's like it's the length. The shorter the length, you're stacking your threads together and mm-hmm. or you're spreading them apart. And it right. all has to do with how you want it to look and how it wraps your fabric. Right. Sometimes it's not gonna wrap the fabric the way you want it to. Yeah, maybe you want it to maybe you want it to not be as stiff. And as, I think like that's the other earlier. thing when we talk about putting multiple threads in the looper, you may want multiple threads because you're trying to thicken up that thread for some reason. To enclose the edge of that thread, that's, right. or the edge of that fabric that's being cut. Absolutely. Yeah. So not just for color. Sometimes right. it's for function. Some, sometimes yeah. it's technique or look. It, right. It has to do with all those things. So you you, you may need help with this, you know, f- from your sewing store person for a while. And I'm telling you, this lady comes in all the time. And, and she she's experiments. Tell, and she's telling me about some new... Right. You know, experiment's the right word for it. Some right. new scarf she's making, some new, and she just she just comes in. She says, I'm cutting up T-shirts again, you know. Right. <laughs> and we talk about all the different things um, that she can do with that. So we try, I try to really share specifics when I finish my edges with a serger. Right. Because I want to tell people, like, 
We, in fact, exactly we we I have did. a sample in the shop that has what like ten different mm-hmm. edges. Yeah, uh, you know, with multiple threads or single threads and kinds of threads, and that barely dips into the ocean of right. what you can do with the serger threads. So when someone says to you, "My serger does decorative stitches," the only thing decorative about your serger is how you use the construction stitches that are on it. None of them are truly, there is no serger that has a decorative stitch. Even the wave stitch, which is on some of the baby lock, it's not truly a decorative stitch. It's it's just the way the tensions are pulled and what it makes it do. So your decorative comes from the threads that you are yeah, employing on there. if you if you if somebody says to you, oh, well, that machine doesn't have decorative serger stitches. Well, you, None of I them don't do. Know what they're talking about. Yeah. You know? Okay. So uh, anyway, if if you have some fun serger decorative edges that you'd like to share with us, or some fun serger thread stories for us, let us know. Um, you can get to us on Instagram at ZD Sewing Studio, and you can email me at Mallory at SewHere.com. So long and surge away. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.